Welcome to Bible Stories and Wonder for Kids and Families. Hello, this is Laurel. Have you ever had the desire to start a podcast? Do you have ideas for a story or something interesting to share with others? If so, then I recommend Buzzsprout. We use Buzzsprout for our podcast. Buzzsprout has many resources and tools to help you publish your own podcast successfully. Following the link in the show notes will connect you with Buzzsprout and they will know we sent you. This will get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. They have plans to fit any budget and any type of podcast show. Take a little time and find one that's right for you. Follow the link and it helps our show continue. You can start with very little gear or nothing at all and begin to invest in what works for you. Let Buzzsprout guide you into a fun way to produce a podcast. Bible Stories and Wonder for Kids and Families is where we learn about God's stories and God's people. God loves all of us, and God gave us the gift to learn and wonder. Let's get ready for our story by taking a nice, deep breath to prepare ourselves. Today's story is about Joseph. Part two is when we hear about Joseph in Egypt and what happens next. I'm joined by my co-star, one of my daughters today again. She's going to help me tell part two of Joseph. We'll call this Joseph in Egypt. Let's listen and wonder. In our last story of Joseph as a young man, we learned how Joseph was so loved by his father, about the beautiful coat Jacob gave to Joseph, and about Joseph's dreams and his brothers. Joseph shared his dreams with his brothers, and they became so angry, they eventually sold him to Ishmaelites, who brought him from Shechem in the land of Canaan to Egypt. Let's wonder and learn about our questions and find out more about Joseph's family. Welcome back. Hi. Where? Joseph is in Egypt, a country in northern Africa, which borders the Mediterranean Sea. Joseph has been taken from Shechem to Egypt. Joseph is also in the Pharaoh's prison in Egypt. Who? We want to know about Joseph, a son of Jacob and a brother. We also will learn that Joseph was sold to Potiphar, the Pharaoh's chief officer. A Pharaoh in Egypt was a leader of a nation. 1. Joseph lived around 1600 B.C., almost 4,000 years ago. Our other questions of why and how we will begin wondering about as we listen to our story of Joseph in Egypt. Joseph continued to have descriptive dreams while he was in the Pharaoh's prison in Egypt. Egypt, in this period of time, was going through a new and old kingdom change, and some of the people in power were called Hyksos, which means they were foreigners. Historians have found information showing people in power in Egypt at this time 
spoke a Semitic language, which means some of the people of power in Egypt may have actually been from the land of Canaan. The Lord was with Joseph while he was in the Pharaoh's household, so he was one of God's people. Joseph was then put into prison, and there the Lord was with Joseph, and Joseph was a leader while in prison. Joseph met two others who were under Joseph's care and imprisoned. Joseph had a gift from God to interpret dreams. Joseph helped these men. A couple years later, the Pharaoh had a dream one night. This dream is important to, the, to our story of God's people. The Pharaoh's dream described seven healthy cows grazing near the reeds of the Nile and then climbing out of the reeds. Then he described seven thin cows coming out of the Nile. The thin cows ate the seven healthy cows. We can wonder why the Pharaoh had this dream because it seems kind of random and not very important. Then he had a second dream. He dreamed on the banks of the Nile. There were seven full, healthy stalks of grain growing on the banks of the Nile. Then he saw seven scorched and burned stalks of grain, and these scorched stalks of grain ate the seven healthy stalks of grain. The Nile flooded every year and had different levels on the banks of the Nile. This is very important to our story because the Egyptians relied on knowing when and how the Nile flooded. This is how they grew their food. The Pharaoh was disturbed by his dream and asked his experts, but none could help explain it to him. Then someone remembered Joseph and how he helped interpret dreams while in prison. Then the Pharaoh asked for Joseph to interpret his dream of the seven healthy and seven thin cows and how the seven thin cows ate the seven healthy cows. And about his second dream, with seven healthy stalks of grain and the seven scorched, burned stalks of grain. Again, he wondered how the seven scrawny stalks of grain could eat seven healthy stalks of grain. God helped Joseph interpret this dream. Joseph told the Pharaoh what this meant, with God's help, of course. Joseph said, This is actually one dream, and this dream tells Pharaoh what he must do. The seven healthy cows and the seven healthy stalks of, uh, are seven years, and the seven thin cows and seven scorched stalks are seven years. He said, seven years of abundance are coming in the land of Egypt. Abundance means excess or good. In this story, abundance means seven year, good years are coming. After the seven years of abundance, seven years of famine will follow. A famine is when there is no food from animals or crops. These seven years of famine will wipe out the seven years of abundance. Joseph said no one will remember the years of extra and abundance because the seven years of famine will be so bad. The Pharaoh heard this and was happy. He found an intelligent man to help the land of Egypt. Joseph told the Pharaoh, with God's help, that he should save one-fifth of the extra food during the good years for the coming seven years of famine years. Pharaoh appointed Joseph to be the second command in Egypt during this time. He was called a governor. Joseph was 30 years old in control of all of Egypt. The seven years of abundance passed and along came the seven years of famine. 
This famine covered Egypt and spread to the land of Canaan as well. People from Egypt and Canaan came to Joseph to buy grain for bread during the famine years. From Canaan to Egypt is about 500 miles. This would take 10 hours to drive and at least a month to walk. In the land of Canaan, Jacob told his sons to go buy grain in Egypt so the family could eat. Ten of Jacob's sons went down to Egypt to buy grain. Jacob's son, Benjamin, didn't go with his brothers because Jacob had a feeling something bad would happen to him. When Joseph's brothers arrived in Egypt, they saw Joseph and did not recognize him. But Joseph recognized his brothers. The brothers bowed down to Joseph and said, We come from the land of Canaan to buy food. Joseph remembered his dream from all those years ago about his brothers bowing down to him. His dream had been correct. Do you remember in part one of Joseph and his beautiful coat when Joseph had a dream about 11 stars and the sun and moon bowing down to him? Of course. In part one, Joseph's brothers were angry about that dream. They might not have thought it would ever come true. After the brothers asked Joseph for food, Joseph replied, You are spies. You have come to look for the country's weaknesses. Joseph's brothers replied, No, we are servants. We are twelve brothers of one man. The youngest is with our father, and one is gone. Joseph told his brothers that to prove their words true, they would have to bring Benjamin from Canaan to Egypt so he could see them. But Joseph didn't want his family to go hungry, so he put all of his brothers in prison for three days. On the third day, Joseph visited his brothers and told them, I am a God-fearing man, so here is what I will do. Nine of you can bring grain to your family in Canaan and retrieve your brother, but one of you will stay in prison with me. The brothers wondered about how all those years ago they had put their brother Joseph's life in danger, and maybe this was the reason they were in danger now. Joseph overheard this conversation and wept. We can wonder about how Joseph was feeling. Was he sad or guilty? Do you think he felt good about himself? What about his brothers? Did they feel guilty about letting their jealousy get the best of them? That is something to wonder about. Joseph gave orders to fill his brothers' sacks with grain, and he gave them back their silver. The brothers thought that they were purchasing the grain with this silver, so they did not know he was giving it back. The brothers retold this experience to their father when they returned to Shechem. They told Jacob about how this man, who was actually Joseph, spoke to them harshly and accused them of being spies. The brothers and their father Jacob discussed how they would return the silver and how to safely bring their other brother home, while also following the governor's orders about bringing Benjamin to Egypt. The brothers returned to Egypt with Benjamin the silver and a gift of more silver along with items such as honey, gum, resin, which is a sappy glue, and almonds. They wanted to give this gift to the governor, who was Joseph. Meanwhile, Joseph knew the brothers had arrived, and he had prepared a meal to have with the brothers. He gave them water to wash their feet. Wow. There must have been a lot of emotion from both the brothers and Joseph. 
We don't even know yet in this story if the brothers know Joseph is their brother. But they knew they needed to bring him a gift. The, bu- the brothers presented their gift to Joseph and bowed low in front of him. Joseph's dream really did come true, every word by word. It certainly did. Joseph still hadn't told them he was their long-lost brother. And he asked how their father was. He was pleased to hear Jacob was alive and well. And then he also saw Benjamin and said, God is so gracious. Do you think Joseph missed Benjamin and his brothers all those years? Yes, I would imagine he missed them a lot. And Joseph wept with his family. Joseph then tested his brothers. He loaded their sacks with food, their silver, and his own silver cup. The brothers set off, and Joseph couldn't bear to keep Benjamin with him and make his father sad. Joseph finally said to his brothers, I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold to Egypt. Do not be upset and do not be angry with me that you sold me here. Actually, God sent me before you to save lives. Wait, so Joseph has now revealed himself to the brothers, and he is also reassuring them about God's plan and to not feel sad. Next in Genesis 45, Joseph tells his brothers, Hurry, go back to your father and tell him, I am the master in Egypt, and that you all may live in the land of Goshen. Then you will be near me, and I will help all of you. This famine will last five more years, and I will help all of your households. Tell our father about my power in Egypt, so that he will come too. Then the brothers and Jacob and all their households came together. Our story concludes with Joseph helping his brothers and informing them of God's plan. Joseph forgave his brothers for their anger towards him as well. So, we have learned a little bit about several different things. It is nice that our story ends on a good note. It is nice that it ends on a good note for Joseph's family. This story reminds us that families and people have imperfections. We are not perfect. Forgiveness is something we can pray to God and ask for help with. We also pray and ask God's help with anger and frustration too. God has a plan for all of us. We may not always know it, but we trust in God to know our plan. Continue wondering and learning about God's people and God's stories. Thank you for listening to Bible Stories and Wonder for Kids and Families.